Yeah, go ahead and laugh. I did a false start. Hey, we're back. I did a false uh, start. He leaves me in control of the computer. Somebody does not know <laughs> and, how to operate the restart. And zone. I've been I've been doing this. I've actually been working with this program for years, and I mess up every time because you know I was, you got my whole thing of trying to do it different. Yeah. Every time. So this is random ramblings. I'm Josh. That's Kenny. I'm Kenny. That's uh, Josh. Because if he couldn't push the button, this is probably not one he should intro. Yeah, um, probably not. We'll, we'll put the training <laughs> wheels back on for this episode. If you're, com- if you're coming back for whatever number this is, because I also don't count. Uh, thank you. 20. I think we're over 20 now. Are we over 20 now? We are over 20. Nice. We, we have nice. spent nearly half a year doing this. Nice. 20 episodes. 20 episodes. And 20 weeks out of 52, so we are no well on our way. No spit takes yet, but we've gotten close. We have gotten close. I, I just need to make sure you shoot left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to piecemeal that how I said it and go, wait a minute. Which one of these is going to be? Mm, okay. We have gotten to the point, folks, that we know you enjoy the comedy, but we are actually trying to trip each other up and not... Give each other the opening. So, I okay. All right. The, we, we were, honest to God, we were not sure how we were going to start this or where this was going to go. But uh, thankfully, uh, due to the spit take and the protecting of our own whatever in this moment, uh, I think I've gotten us a good jump off point. Do you have anybody in your circle that outside of us, because we do it on our own, but do you have... A point system with any of your friends? A point system? Yes. Like if not, I will up explain. With, like we're keeping up with how many times uh-huh. somebody does a that's what she said or something like that? To, to an extent. To I, an extent, okay. Okay, let me, let, me, let me break it down for you on my end of things, um, and then we'll circle back. I mean, because we count beer bottles, but I don't think that's counting. No, 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 no. No, it, it's the moment you get, the moment someone gets your goat. And so for me, and we will bring them back and... Um, because they're such a great family. I used to work for the oldest of the trio of brothers. By the way, guys, that's your new names. The oldest, the middle, and the younger. God, you wait till the next <laughs> stew. God, that's you wait it. till the next It's stew. your names, and we're hey, going like, to tell everybody. One. My favorite we're gonna is... We're going to tell everybody. And mom, if you're listening to this one, buy them t-shirts. We don't, we don't have to, because I... Have taken it upon myself to reach out to Papa Joe, oh, and we're going to start down go. this road. But um, so now, whether he listens or not, something completely yeah. different. But the eldest, who apologize I used for to, my language, Joe. <laughs> I, I'm not apologizing, Joe, for anything. Joe, Joe knows. All Joe right. knows. You spit in his bowl of stew, not mine. I, I don't eat stew. I don't like vegetables. Nothing personal. Uh, smells delicious though, and I'll stand right over the pot and hover like a good fat kid should. <laughs> Just close your eyes and eat. It's not like you're tasting each individual piece of oh, corn. Oh God, you do not rent space in my head, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so should I be like working, keeping a tally? No, no, no. What you? Well, we just said we don't really have one. It's no, rare we that don't. we get we, one. Well, we actually it said at the beginning we might would would check how many times we do it. That's what she right. said, joke, but. They're not. We're not getting that many opportunities with right. that. Right. Well, that's what she said. But <laughs> she did that on purpose. So well, she's not written space in your head either. No, that's not. <laughs> no, no. And so I've worked for him in the past, and the game that sort of circumvented or became a thing around the office 
was if you could ever get somebody to drop an FU in your direction, because it was so rare, not for me and not for him, but if we could get the goats of our other employees around the shop, we kept a tally. Now, it wasn't a physical tally, but when we got it, we would bust out laughing and then do that fake draw a line in, you know, put a mark up on the uh, the old bedpost because you got an FU. You got them so rattled, you got an FU. Well, you know the eldest. A lot of our folks know the eldest in particular now. If they didn't already, um, it same first name as you, different last name, and we all have Stu, so... I feel like I've I've bridged the gap there, but the uh, <laughs> he and I even when I moved don't need a decoder ring for no, that one. No. Moved from working at his store to another store in the same company, it still somewhat continued amongst each other. If we could get each other's goat, then we would keep points among ourselves. Now there's no running active tally, and I can feel pretty confident that he's winning over time. Uh, but it's just yeah, the little he's things. he's got a dry oh. sense of, and oh. his delivery is just oh. like calm, cool. It, I work did. with a guy like that. His delivery is just like, you, you, you stand there for a couple of seconds like, is he being serious or is this a joke? When his shit-eating grin is good in oh, all yes. facets, it's and really a, it's really troubling. He, he, he does have that Cheshire cat yes. grin down. So, and along the way, we've built up a natural tolerance for, for letting the other person get the goat, get the reward of the FU, right? Well, then I meet my wife, or soon-to-be wife. Well, she's my wife now, but we were starting to date. Well, knowing him, no one is safe. He'll give you the first meeting and only a portion of the first meeting to gauge your sense of humor, and then all bets are off. So as we move along in dating, it became apparent that it was really easy to get her goat. So he would constantly, and he'd get them. He'd get them, and man, he would lose his mind, bust out laughing, and then normally about the time he regained his composure, that's one, and then lose it again. He he revels in it. Kudos to you, because look, I, I enjoy it too. But it reached a point where it became a daily. He would call and call me and ask to be on speaker so he could get her goat along with us just catching up. Well, I have had a moment of weakness, which also stems from he and I don't talk as much because we're in different lines of work, so our schedules don't always line up. And I have to have a root canal, um, but we'll, we'll have that story when it all comes down. I'm very confident it's going to be a flawless procedure. Which is probably going to be my downfall, but the doctor did a great job. Fantastic bedside manner. I'm not nearly as nervous. No white coat syndrome for me on this one. But as I'm sitting in the parking lot, I'm there early for my appointment, like the typical old man my wife calls me out to be. And I don't have a problem with early. No. Early's wonderful. So he and I are on the phone, and I give him one. I give him the F.U. You want to be told off to the point where that's the answer you get. He lost his ever-loving mind. He goes, it has been so long since I have gotten one from you. This is the gr- this has made my Tuesday. I mean, and then now I'm pissed. Not at him, at me. For giving in and giving him the satisfaction of getting 
the point away from me. I hold those precious, not to everybody. I'd tell you right now, if it was something of that nature, because we don't keep track, but yeah. he's made it a competition. <laughs> and now that it's a competition, by God, it is on. Well, and I told, and my wife was like, he always picks on me. Always, always, always. And I said, haven't figured it out yet, have you? And and she goes, no. And I said, if you quit giving him the FU, he'll quit hunting for it. And so she consciously made an effort for several weeks. And he got nothing, got nothing. And he, and he would start calling me during the day. He goes, I thought for sure I was going to get your wife, did it? And one day I just flat out told him. I said, I told her your, your gimmick. And he goes, what? I said, I told her that if she stops giving it to you, you'll quit hunting for it. And he goes, oh, you're no fun. And then I got my point. <laughs> <laughs> but in that in that course of one conversation, I gave him two back to back. One, I let slip because he got me. The second one was because I was pissed I let him get me. So I gave him a second one because if I'm going down this road, we're going all out. And But I, I was just curious because... Again, the way it all kind of circled back to it, if you have anybody like that that you keep track no. of and you have to reserve yourself for. No. Um, okay. No. And actually at work, uh, a lot of times I'm, I'm by myself. When I am with you know, certain people that I work with, we're out for whatever laugh we can get and we're not really keeping. But like I said, I got, we've got this one guy that it's it's a just dry sale. Yeah. It, and, I mean, and he can do it every time. And your initial reaction is... Wow, it, 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 is he serious? And right. he does not. There's no giggle. There's no smirk. He'll say it and walk away, and leave you wondering. So, but no, we don't. We don't like keep a tally or anything. <laughs> it, it strikes me the way you said that is he'll say it and he'll walk off, and you know, going the opposite way, you're thinking like as you as you describe that to me. I'm convinced I could see that guy walking towards me and then a movie explosion in the background. Yeah. It's, that's it's the way I envision that. That's kind of the way it is. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like the Joker leaving the hospital. Yes. And yeah. boom, there it is. Because he just, and that's what my wife does, by the way. She keeps her mouth, she stays quiet. And she sits over in the corner looking like Little Miss Innocent. And she stays quiet. And then out of the blue, the something will be said. And she'll pull the that's what she said Atta or girl. something like that. And it's out of the blue. And it's so out of the blue that everybody loses it. And it's and we all know she's going to do it. She oh. I mean, and she does this around people that have known this for years. Yes. And she's and it's just because she's sitting over there. Of course, you know, I'm the big jokester, so everybody's waiting for me to do it. And sometimes I miss the opportunity. Sometimes, you know what, it's not time for that's what she said jokes. But my wife can give you a one-liner at just the right moment. Yep. And and it might be her only one for the night. And then, of course, if she really likes it, we get into that silent jiggle laugh. And then everybody <laughs> just loses it. But, you know, it, but no, we don't... That's not that's not anything we keep up with well in any anywhere any of my little friend groups. Okay, I just wondered um, if it was for the four people that I'm friends with. If anybody else had that, and it, I don't know if it, I don't oh, remember when now, it became a competition. I don't. It, it, well, let me say it's never officially been one. It's just kind of resets day by yeah, day. It's and, a, it, and oh I, yeah, and I I get your two. point. It's, it's a it's a uh, gotcha moment, mm-hmm. and then you know later that afternoon I said it gotcha again. Right. Now, we have at work once once before, uh, there's a couple of us that have done this. We've tried our best to keep the puns rolling. 
Yes. Uh, and like just and just to do a nonstop, keep yep. the puns rolling, and that that can be difficult. Yes. Uh, but it can also be fun. Mm-hmm. But it just but no, we don't like. We're not out for FUs. No, it's fine. <laughs> or any we, any version it thereof. Never, it never manifested itself that way. But and and before, but I, well, I can see I with just, him though. I could oh. see with him. I could see him buying the whiteboard, <laughs> or you know the the point system that you have on the wall for the for the for the pool hall. I, I could see him having yeah. that and keeping up with it. I, I, it surprises me he didn't like buy gift cards for the winter. It, it just well, early on, I think I got more than he did. So it was, uh, I got more points than him. It has since leveled itself out. But the other thing is, you take revel, you revel in the moment of you're talking, you're talking, you get you get him, you get him going, get him going, and then there's silence on my end because that's my only way to stop me from telling him exactly where he can stick that. And he's job. not lying, folks. Oh God! And but unfortunately, he knows while it doesn't count, it's almost as good because that's his response of oh. Almost got one. Because he does that with me, folks. Every <laughs> once in a while, he gets started talking, and I can't fight the grin. And mm-hmm. the next thing you know, is the glasses are off. He's rubbing his head, and he's trying to figure out a way to dance around saying something mm. because he knows I'm over here brewing. The tea bags have hit the hot water, and we're getting ready to roll. That's not the metaphor I expected. In That's that just moment. the one I came up with at the, no, at the I, time. No, I understand that. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not what I expected. I felt like there was more of like a geyser coming to that, or like a volcano, or something of that nature. But you were just went with the most calming, tropic tea bags and hot water. Like it doesn't. That doesn't have the same punch to it. I was. I'm surprised. I'm not upset by it. I'm just surprised that was the that's, approach. You're you surprised that's where I went. I don't know. That's just where I went. No, it's fine. And I actually, I, I do a lot of metaphors like that too. That's funny. You do. You do a lot of metaphors. I do. I have my moments. I've done a couple. I had a couple. I had a couple last week. I think that it was yeah, just. It's, whoosh, <laughs> and I don't know where they come from. I don't know dark what alleys. the source material is. <laughs> you know, apparently, apparently, I visit dark alleys. We'll be coming uh, back to that almost more than we did God. the OnlyFans page. Not really. Oh man! <laughs> I'll drop that in a few weeks. Maybe I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. I'll drop that quicker than quicksand can eat up the General Lee. Anyway, <laughs> I think that actually happened in an episode once too. Wouldn't know. You know, there was uh, back in, in the seventies and eighties, quicksand was a big deal, man. It was a <laughs> you, you it was scary that last week. Yes, <laughs> everybody was afraid of quicksand. Like, where you, where do you in the even middle find of Georgia? It? Quicksand. <laughs> I love that they ran out of options. Like we talk about Hollywood <laughs> running out of plots and options. Like you, you go to all this trouble to generate a quicksand pit. You've taken the time, the effort, and the resources in Hollywood or wherever the hell you've chosen to film, and now you have, ta-da! Well, you have a, like just, now I got this big wow, old. Do that again. But you have this. <laughs> you have this whole. That's, that's pretty good. It's like the right, whole but, Vienna Boys Choir yeah, right in one spot. <laughs> but you've generated this giant quicksand pit. You've taken the time and the resources. So now we're like, we got to fill fourteen episodes. With quicksand, yeah, I, I think they, so we can we don't waste our investment. It's possible the same production company <laughs> used the same pit across eighteen shows, but I don't know that. And I had this conversation. I by the way, folks, I, I love old TV shows almost as much as I love old cars. So when my daughter and her boyfriend was visiting, I'm watching the Bionic Woman, 
Um, and if you don't if you don't know the show, then obviously you weren't born uh, in 1970 because it was out in 77 into the 80s, uh, and it was the spinoff from the Six Million Dollar Man. But anyway, they're they're over there watching this. They've never seen this. They've never seen it. Now, there's a noise when they activate the bionics, which are basically robotic parts of course. added on after an injury. Uh, and it's based on a book. I think the title of the book is called Cyborg. But anyway, um, so anytime that they're running fast, they're in slow-mo on screen, but you hear the sound effect. Anytime <laughs> they're using that one arm that's robotic, you hear the sound effect, and t- things tend to go in slow-mo. So here's these 23-year-old people analyzing my show from the 1977s in which you relied on noises and sound effects to generate like the whistling through the air. It might be moving in slow motion, but the whistling means it's moving fast. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the time, they did not have the CGI. They did not have the ability to, okay, she just just threw a 200-pound bear with one arm, and they didn't have the ability to make it look like he was flying fast. But they had the ability to make it look like he was in slow motion, and they could do the whistle behind it. So they're, I mean, and they're just cheesing me up with this. And I just finally, I just looked at them. I'm like, you know what? For the time frame, that was perfect. And then, believe it or not, wasn't long episode with quicksand. Uh huh. And I mean, and it, and then, and that started that the conversation with them, which is probably why it it keeps popping back up because it just seemed like across multiple shows that I watched, somebody always got trapped in some quicksand. What is it, Lassie? <laughs> <laughs> woof woof woof. <laughs> so Timmy fell in a well. Okay, let's Timmy's an idiot for playing around a well. I just how many. I think that's my one, if I were not have a gripe, that's not fair. Um, that's the one thing that I can't ever seem to, it, I realize it's a show. It's fantasy. It yeah, doesn't well, check make your, sense. Check your shows of today. There's always, there's like a common issue that's yes. always taking place. Well, but the, um, the TV shows that I, I'm watching now on a regular, which is a very thin number. I watch a lot of sports, uh, but I'm a big fan of SWAT. Well, those guys are called out for those specific scenarios, and they are random and weird, and they're in L.A., so it's like, okay, that much bad stuff could happen there. But let, let's go to, say, a Dawson's Creek, for example, which I uh, watched a lot more of that in college than I ever thought I would. But how much bad stuff can happen to one family? Weeds was notorious for that. Lady got shot in the face to end a season. How much more bad shit can happen to that family? Okay, there's soap operas that have been on the air. I know, I know. My I know. entire life, and they just keep reinventing the same issues. And I know. Yeah, there's always that one family that has the bad luck. Of course, I swear up and down, Murphy's Law got an entire chapter just for me. But oh, uh, well, you better be careful talking about soap operas there. That's that's people shows. You best you best come correct. The soaps. No, the shows. Them my shows. I, oh, I'm not gonna diss them. That was how I spent my sick days. I, grandma's house, watching them. I can tell you the lineup. Not going to, but I can tell you the lineup. And I, I mean, a lot of those people are still playing on those still on those shows. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most. If I have a sick day now, I have access to adult money, so I don't normally go down that road. I'll play games or whatever. Well, if I have a sick day now, I stream the Bionic One. Oh, well. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like quicksand. There, there's, <laughs> But I, I don't necessarily have to go with that lineup. Now, it is a cool occasionally go back to the old Price is Right and, you know, 
Oh, and and that's I love the prices, right? And Drew's doing a fine job. Absolutely, I'll go ahead and put it out there. Drew's Absolutely. doing a fine job, but I to see the reruns of the old ones. Oh yes. And have you ever watched the bloopers? No, Bob I didn't Barker know these has existed. handled. There are bloopers for the prices, right? Bob Barker has had to handle some stuff, and he's actually very. I'm going to use the word suave. He's very good at it. My favorite, my favorite Price is Right blooper. Back when you know when I was a kid, tube to tops this. were a thing, uh, and they were oh, basically tube no. socks that women wore around their chest. And this lady, decent size chest, she got so excited that she got called, and she's jumping up and down, and she's running down to the front, and she's jumping up and down, and the damn thing falls. Yes. And Bob Barker just straight faced. Just straight face said whatever it was he needed to say. You, you really need to, to do some YouTube searching. For yeah, some I'm going to have to do that. I can't remember exactly what it was he said, but there's there's been all sorts of stuff from people almost going underneath the big wheel by accident to, you know, anyway. It, no, I'm there's, sure. There's bloopers for it, and they're almost as good as the bloopers from uh, Steve Harvey's Family Feud. See, if we want to talk game show hosts, I feel like today's game show hosts are subpar by comparison, except for Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey managed to fill in for a gentleman that was just perfect. Uh, well, the guy that used to host Family Feud. There's been a dozen now, well, so I need to know who the, exactly The who first one about. was the guy from Hogan's Heroes. Now I can't, my wife's going to kill me because I can't think of his name. Uh, Richard Dawson? Yeah, he hosted it the longest. He, he had was the most an, inappropriate of the group. Yeah, but he had an air about him. He was able to get by with it. Well, Steve Harvey's able to get by with it. Certain things. So you know, it's he just had a, a, a way about him that sure. he was he was capable of handling it. And of course, you know, go back and watch the old you know, old the love games and stuff uh, where they started talking about making Whoopi and stuff. Some of that stuff's just funny based on the answers that they get. Right. But, that was the whole reason for that. Hollywood Squares. Uh, Paul Lind was my favorite. Um, I am really telling my age, and I do not care. But he would cut up Didn't the hate whole Tom Bergeron, show. Though. Didn't hate Tom Ber- uh, Bergeron doing no, that, though. He did pretty well. He did pretty well. But, you know, anyway, I, and I kind of miss stuff like that. I miss the old variety shows. Carol Burnett. And I realize, yeah. you know, Saturday Night Live and all that's still out there. Yeah, but Pete Davidson can suck it. And um, He's who, my problem. A mind, um, I think it was Nick tried to do one with Amanda Bynes or somebody like that. All that. That that was really not the caliper show that, that Carol Burnett was putting out there. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You're talking about when she went solo or the All That cast? The All That we, cast. What? Did she go solo? Well, I'm trying to make sure you're talking about when she was a part of that because she was just a very small cog. That was where we met Keenan Thompson for the first time. Yeah, well, that was the all that cast. Uh, and that went you're, into you're talking about Living the, the Amanda show. No, yeah. that was their own tragic spinoff. But no, no, yeah, no I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about the Amanda the, show. No, no, I'm talking about all that. Oh, the, okay. The, the sketch all that comedy was okay, show. That's the Nickelodeon SNL. Yeah. It was glorious. See, I love stuff like that. I, and and I, I wish we could bring some of that back. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do. And I, and I'm not going to, well, I'll say good, wholesome family time. I don't really care if you bring it back with the cussing and a little bit of nudity. Just bring it back and because it was entertaining. You need to watch Wildin' Out then. Oh, really? With Nick Cannon. Turban-wearing Nick Cannon. <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> I just told on myself, I don't do a lot no, of broadcast I, network. I don't, I'm not watching a lot of I would go with some stuff. of the earlier Wildin' Out stuff. And I say that only five or six years ago, the new stuff gets a bit excessive. 
and I don't mean excessive in terms of what they cover. It ju- it's too busy. It used to be a couple of teams of five battle comics against one another in different games. Now you get like 30 people on each team and they're laughing and joking and carrying on. And it has its moments, but it's just so busy. Yeah. It's too busy for me. It's too people. I never thought a TV See, show would be too people for me. One, <laughs> one of my favorites right now, and I like to catch it, doesn't matter who's hosting it. I like to catch it in syndication, repeat, whatever. Whose line is it anyway? Thank that's you. My, that's my level of stuff. Favorite, that's what I'm kind of after. Favorite and that, uh, host. My thing with, actually, I like both. Um, sh- there I go. Aisha and Drew. I, I like them both in it. I like um, the guy before Drew. Oh, uh, really? I had, yeah. didn't see that. There, oh, there's like I've, a British version. There with it started. It started British. Ryan um, Stiles started on the British version. Yeah, he got ported over. That's where his shoe game came from. He's good. Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles are two of the best. Wayne Brady emerged yeah. from that show. But he that Ryan Stiles is like the he's the man when it comes to that. But I, I and I, I really like that show. I like the way I, I like the whole premise of the show. It's very entertaining. Of course, yeah, obviously, I like anything that's going to make me laugh. My my uh, father. But see, here's the and thing I with Carol ourselves looking at that show. That's so funny. Here's the thing with Carol Burnett. What they really need to do is just go ahead and air all her bloopers. All of her bloopers now can yes. go across. You know, the, the the censorship is is less restricted than it was back when she was doing this in the '60s and '70s. Her bloopers are phenomenal, especially the Mama's Family stuff. Oh, uh, and they did Mama's a whole family. show of the Mama's Family, and it was as good as everybody anticipated it be. Uh, but the, and I do that. Yes, people, I do that. I get on YouTube and Google, and I look up bloopers, bloopers from The Big Bang, bloopers from Star Trek. I will look up bloopers from any show out there that I think is semi entertaining because I love to watch these people screw up. I I thoroughly love Fail Army. I don't need them to be celebrities. I just need them to be jackass wannabes <laughs> and watch them do the dumbest things known to man. And then I have found a spinoff of that, which has become... I, I go through it in fits. But take the Fail Army stuff, where the guys try to do parkour, do a jumping backflip back off the monkey bars, and faceplant into the, uh, the crushed-up tires. Fine. Now, let's take that video, add WWE commentary, and then add Randy Orton giving that guy an RKO superimposed. (laughs) You add a whole new level of fail because you get the, oh, God, that's going to be bad. I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. And then they have all the different creative ways of Orton jumping in and giving him the RKO mid-fail. It's just, But it's Jim Ross's commentary who, by the way, you say what you want about Wrestling and and how it's scripted, whatever. Jim Ross, oh, it's still single best commentator of all time, it, and I don't care who you make an argument for. Jr. is still the cream of the crop. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and go on top. Wrestling is entertaining, oh. uh, and I and I go through phases. I will watch it, watch it religiously, and and then I back away a little bit, and then I'll come back to it and I back away. But I don't, it, I haven't had anything it, it in doesn't, years that's drawn me in. It doesn't matter to me if it's scripted or I mean, first of all, they are real athletes. Yeah, I, I know some local wrestlers. Uh, the training is unreal. <laughs> then you've got to learn Google Ricochet. Yeah, one time. Then, you, then you've got to learn some. Some of these moves, these people are acrobats. 
Yes. And I mean, some of them are mine in your size. And they're able to flip themselves over. Now, yeah, they land on the... I can promise you, if I were to flip myself over and land on my back, I'm not getting up for two, three weeks. If if you want a series of names for people that should not be able to physically do what they are doing, I want you to Google Ricochet and Keith Lee. Yeah. That, but, Good God, Keith I mean, Lee. These folks, are they're, they're phenomenal athletes and acrobats. I mean, it, just in what they do. And to carry those storylines... To stick with even the bad ones. <laughs> yes. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, to carry well. some of those storylines. But anyway. It, I, it, I was very much a, a attitude era 90s. The 90s wrestling for me was the best. I You could say what you want about the well, old see, school I'm and the territories. Hogan, and, went in my younger nah, years. And I, I, I've gotten back into it and out of it a couple of times since then. Even went to some pay-per-views. It's actually quite entertaining. I need the commentary though. I, I like, for example, the, I went the to pay per views f- live are, are difficult because you're not getting. That is the one time that listening to the commentary works for me with sports. Uh, that and if I'm listening to a race. So went to an NFL game. Um, sat live in the stands. I the PA guy was not enough. Not that he did a bad job. I I want the whole ambiance. I want the pro. Production value, and I don't know if that's because of what I do day to day or what, but you take this game and then to bring a production value to it and adds to the moment. Wrestling to me is very much going to be the same way. In if I just hear you guys grunting and groaning and the, the cheers and everything are great, but I want the commentary. You're telling me the story along the way, and I I just there's not ever enough credit given to those guys. It's in any when, in any faculty. When I go to a race, I always have scanner. Well, no, I don't use the scanner. I don't want to hear what they're talking about. I actually tune in the radio. Oh, okay. My headphones actually are AM FM, and I tune in the radio so that I can listen to the broadcast and keep up with what's going on. Because you're not going to hear it. Right. You might hear it on the the big speedways when they get away from the grandstand. But if you're if you're at the paperclip, if you're in Martinsville. You're not going to hear commentary. They're having it. It's over the loudspeaker, but you're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear it unless they red flag it and everybody stops. Then you might hear the commentary. But for the most part, I don't I, like with a football game. If I'm watching it, not so much. But if I'm listening to it, go for it. Well, and see, I'm that way with NASCAR. I would rather listen versus watch on television uh, because I feel like not no discredit to the TV announcers, but radio knows their medium. And so they know they got to sell it. And so to me, I'll take that energy over, we'll just talk about it and let y'all watch it. I've got a certain set of TV announcers I like to listen to. Of course. And they broadcast on two different networks. And when the first network's done, I'm kind of done with those. The other network doesn't have the broadcasters that I like. Uh, And I'll I'll go ahead and say it. I know he's not listening, but whoever decided at Fox to hire uh, Clint Boyer is a genius. Because that man's personality is perfect for doing that. It was it's a matter of time. Perfect for doing that. Uh, and he, he could probably move over to the radio side and be just as good. Uh, he, he's just bubbling with perfect personality. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it was a good hire and it was a good thing. But there are some sports that I just don't care. The, there's sports that I don't care to watch on TV because, for me, they're difficult to watch on TV. Like football. There's a lot going on on that field. Yeah. And the camera is focusing in on one thing. I wish. And then you get 15 replays while something else is going on on the field. Uh, And my thing with with baseball is they try to follow the ball. 
And then the next thing you know is you just get this, it's like a screensaver of Sky, and then all of a sudden you get all this scrambling little ants down here. But And I like baseball. But, again, there's so much going on on that field that they're live, you get to see all of that, whereas on TV you you miss a lot of it. So I, 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 I'm with you and I hear you 100%. I would argue for football, though, I wish, and I've – unofficially campaigned for this forever. The Skycam that they added about a decade ago where you get replays from behind the play, that should be every play. Skycam should be how you watch the game. Uh, one of the networks does a an online version of the channel. with com- You get the same commentary, but everything is watched from Skycam. Completely changes well, that would give the you game. a view of the field as if you're sitting in the stands. So that that would work. That would work for me for football. I mean, it's just it makes everything so much more fluid. The things that you all, you're talking about only focusing on one, now you don't have to worry about it because you're now seeing the field from behind, so you're watching the entire field as opposed to the cameraman trying to keep up with the action as it happens on that one location. Oh yeah, that production team is bound to be that, that I oh would imagine God. they sleep very well at night. I because there's no telling how many cameras, how many different angles and somebody's trying to choose where to go for what and then 50 million replays that have to be ready in 10 seconds and the stat people, good lord. Oh, those Turning people are brilliant. Stats into production. I so you get that side of it, and I've got to believe there's a sensor in there, in, in the helmets and in the pads and stuff so that, that tracks that stuff. There's no way it can't. But to hear the guy calling out the production, and, and going back to wrestling just momentarily, um, I remember seeing a behind-the-scenes from the camera truck, from the production truck, and there's a guy that's doing nothing but calling shots. I mean, constantly. He's like, let's go here and here and here. The end, it's one entrance. One entrance. They make 34 camera cuts. Yes. 34 camera cuts for one entrance at a non-pay-per-view. And this guy is just screaming, I want this, 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 this. Make sure you pan to this, 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 this. I mean, it's like camera one, go. Camera two, go. Ring cam, three. All while telling what the cameraman he wants them to look for while switching from, yeah, that dude intros sleeps are at like night. three minutes. That dude sleeps at night. I would I, imagine he also takes meds. I got lots him. of them. My gosh, I don't know how. I don't know how you could sleep. I don't know how you're that, not going. Do, 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 that, I mean, unless you're just that's got to be exhausted. up there with the high stress job. That's got to oh. be up there with on the list of high stress jobs. And I mean, I, I realize that one again is more of a it. It is more scripted, but he's got fan reaction going to the TV program, so you at least know what the finish is going to look like. But apparently, they're not told in the truck what's going to happen unless it's going to be some major ordeal, right. like hey, right. there's going to be an explosion on stage. Be ready for that about this time frame. But outside of that, they're calling it just like they were seeing it. For the first time. They don't get any of the scripting, to my understanding. Because you always see, oh, here comes so-and-so. And and you see the camera pan over to who's rushing in. Like, what? How? How do you comprehend that? Don't ask me. No, I know. And And again, I'm trying to give kudos. Because after watching it once, it's like, holy crap. It's insane. The production behind live sports is unreal. 
uh, just just out there. It's unreal. And and guys, we know it is, but I still would prefer not to watch most of them on air. Well, or and on I, TV. I I'd love listening. I just, ugh. It, it, I am in awe. That, and again, I say that when I when I'm sounding speechless, or this is also my same frustrated stutter. I am by no means frustrated. I am in awe of the talent, the composure. Yeah, and you're control. gonna have to work. I need different stutters. I'm gonna need you to like change up. I I can't handle this. You I almost, need cues. You almost got one right then. Yeah, you almost <laughs> got your first point. Let me just tell you that. See, I was. I was hyped up from the other, and then at that moment, you chose to kick. And yes, and I, was, I aimed straight for the nards. I, I, you I, did. I, swear. I was not gonna just slow down whatsoever uh, on that one. I was just gonna go ahead and kick it. See now you now you've presented me with something. I know, I know, and I and it's bad it. enough that I'm out for the spit take as it is. Right, which I I'm uh, not as much worried about that. It, those are few and far between, but to get. Get to go to just the right moment. I get the teeth grit and oh, oh, you knew it was oh, coming up. I I knew and I knew it would be a thing, but it was too interesting of a a a topic because of what led us to this to start off this thing to to not at least discuss it. And worst case, if we add somebody to the game, I'm never upset by that either. Um, I do want to ask though, worst game show host for you ever? Oh, I don't. Let's see. Oh, uh, let me think about that for a minute. Uh, because honestly, I just I only watched my favorite game shows, which would have included the favorite game show host. I don't I don't think I have a worst. Really? Well, I first of I all, I only watched a few game shows, sure. I, and we listed most of those. The only one we didn't list was Wheel of Fortune, which I didn't find to be as exciting as some of the other games anyway. Uh, but. Uh, and it used to, oh when Jeopardy first come out that was a thing to sit and watch Jeopardy but it's still a thing for uh, some people no thank you but I just don't anything that I, I hankering honestly if I did not care for the host I wasn't going to continue watching the watching the show well I I agree um, for me it was uh, Mer one of the two was Meredith Baxter when she tried to take over for Regis on Millionaire uh, secondly Louis Anderson on Family Feud. <laughs> Poor Louis Anderson. Oh, he did that? Did you not know? No, Louis I Anderson did not did know it? that. Well, I'm oh, gonna be YouTubing yeah. some stuff. Oh yeah, Louis Anderson did did oh god. And no, I like he, he would not be a choice for me for a no. game show host. Do you remember when Richard Carton did it? No. He was uh oh god. He was Al on Home Improvement. Yeah, I, I know kid. who he is. Yeah, yeah he did but it. But I didn't know he did it either. I think he did it before that Steve Harvey. Wouldn't have been a good job. <laughs> that wouldn't have been a good idea he did either. Great. Did he? He did. I'm gonna have to do some YouTubing. Um, because and and just honesty, have not sat and watched game shows like that. Yeah. In in decades, just um, Millionaire was not a big deal to me. Uh, Jeopardy was fun when it first came out. Right. Uh, but it, and it's a long run, and I'm glad it was a long run. Uh, don't get me running. wrong, but it's yeah. I, I, but don't get me wrong. It, I'm just not into that at this moment. Sure. In time, uh, there's a whole network out for game shows now. So um, but, most of those, so you might want to consider the game show network because they do a bunch of reruns of the old stuff. Oh, really? Million, uh, the uh, you got the million dollar pyramid or whatever, the hundred thousand dollar pyramid yeah, or whatever it was at the pyramid. time. Uh, match game. Oh my god! Old reruns of Match Game, hilarious. Richard Dawson is on the panel yeah. of Matchers, and so I was like, wait, what? There's a couple of guys I don't recognize, like period. A couple of ladies, never heard of. 
But I'm just like, hilarious. Where did you come from? Where? What have you done? And I've ventured down the rabbit hole a bit. I don't recognize any of their work, so whatever. No, I just, like I said, I just, I'm not, not the avid game show watcher now. Was when I was a kid. Actually, when I was a kid, I'll go ahead and put it out there. Uh, at my house, you watched what mom and dad watched. Uh, there wasn't 15 TVs, uh, which I, and I'm, I will go ahead and own the older than you again. Uh, cause we didn't have, you know, you don't have to own that, right? It's kind of a fact. Yeah, it is. But anyway, it, um, we kind of got, I, I almost got another one. And, <laughs> no, no, no. I wanted you to give. No, you won't going to get that. Uh, not over that. Uh, <laughs> glad to have gotten here. Uh, anyway, it, one TV, one cable connection. Uh, there was never a, a second TV in the house until I got well into my teenage years. Uh, so you watched what Dad watched. Sure. Man, pretty come much. Home at the end so, of the day. Yeah, yeah, when you come home, and I get picked on when I sit down to a meal, rarely do I speak. My my dad worked, and when he come home, he wanted to eat. He, did, he didn't really care to talk about everybody's day. He, he really didn't care to hear about everybody's day. He wanted to eat. He wanted to chill out. He wanted to go watch his TV. You you catch dad socializing at different times, like during right. commercials or whatever like that. And you didn't hear dad talk about work. No. He, he never come in and talked about work. So it it was a little bit different household for me growing up. So it's if he liked Jeopardy, then that's what we watched by Jiggets. Right. Um, and would, might be why I hate Westerns today, because he loved them. Right. Uh, and I'm more of a sci-fi guy. Sure. But and now on Saturday mornings, though, we had control of the TV. He had his newspaper. He didn't care what we watched on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Um, but it, in the evenings after work, 80s and 90s Saturday morning cartoons were the pinnacle. This this garbage we get now is just that. Oh, I actually purposely raised my child on Bugs Bunny and uh-huh. Scooby-Doo. And uh-huh. I've got her so hooked to Scooby-Doo, it is pathetic. Well into her in, into her 20s now. G.I. Loving Joe. some Scooby-Doo. G.I. Joe, Transformers, X-Men. This series, yeah. See, you were Spider Man. Those were coming along. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those were coming along as I was getting into high school. So, uh, which I and I still I did watch some GI Joe. The uh, rarely talked about James Bond Jr. I'm very I'm very much a fan of the X Men. Uh, not the, not the comic book, but the cartoon yep. and the movies. Um, but I growing up, it was always Bugs Bunny and Friends and uh, Daffy Duck and Mickey and all yeah. of that. Scooby-Doo was a staple in my house Absolutely. when I was a kid. They, and Scooby-Doo was a staple in my house when my daughter was a, was a child. And I suggest you get your daughter hooked on it. My daughter's been every, watching Boomerang with me for a long time. Everybody's child should be introduced to Scooby-Doo. Absolutely. Uh, if, if you don't introduce them to any other old cartoon, Scooby-Doo is the one. And go ahead and watch every single one of them. The sure. ones with all the little... Uh, Guest stars and everything. Oh, oh, God, yes. Vincent Price on Scooby-Doo is amazing. Absolutely. They, oh, Batman and so Robin good. have been on Scooby-Doo. Yes. The Globetrotters have been on Scooby-Doo. Adam West. Don Knotts, Adam West. Eric, there have been so Adam many. West as Batman and yes. not as Batman. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good too. Oh, I know they had right? an awful lot of guest stars, uh, and it, and they get several different. You can, used to you be can the bypass thing. the scrappy stuff. Oh no, Scrappy's not all that. No. But you can uh, Scooby no. Doo was actually kind of fun. Um, also, a pup named Scooby Doo later yes. on. Yes, really good. Yes, uh, and the live action movies actually did pretty good in my book. I liked them. I didn't hate them. Um, Matthew Lillard now, tends to make the movie. Yes, well, if Freddie you're going to have bad either, if you're going to have somebody playing Shaggy, that's going to be my choice. 
oh, right yeah. there. I he he's perfect for it, uh, and that's just before you get to the fact that he's that damn skinny. Uh, There's that, but uh, and the choices for Daphne and Velma, not bad, not bad at all. Um, uh, yeah, Linda no, Cardellini pulled that off really well for Velma. Uh, yeah, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss Freddie Prince as Freddie. But Took yeah, I, I, I had to pause with that. I'm I had like, to pause for that. Fred. But, but here's the here's the thing: they tried to make the live action cartoon ish, so and they did a fine job with it. Uh, and I actually there's the original Batman TV series. They did the same thing. They tried to make it uh, comic book esque, so that you know the colors were bright and vibrant, and you still got the pals and the whams and the kablooies oh, yes. and, and all of that. And it when you can do that and try to stay true to it, at least they didn't just CGI up the whole thing and be done with it. And they right. and they had that option, but you know, and that's great. That's fine. And to me, we got a good movie out of it. I no, I probably just went too long on Scooby Doo. But no, <laughs> you can never do that with Scooby Doo because I th- I think I think the theme of what if the pandemic has taught us anything overall, I think the best thing that has come of it. And again, I mean this in a satirical way. I'm not taking anything away from the negative of of everything that happened along the way. Uh, but for me, I think my favorite part has been the nostalgia and the return of nostalgia. And uh, oh, I see. We've got a guest. We, we do have a, our first our we, first our guest first official guest. Um, and it was for the pulling back the curtain a bit. We are filming later in the evening as normal, and it's. Uh, almost bedtime for yes. the little ones, so we can't not have a little bedtime moment with Daddy and Mama. Can say hi because she has made. Mama's a, not going to say hi because Mama Mama knows that Kenny's in the house. <laughs> that's that's up for grabs. <laughs> uh, we'll have uh, another one of those moments. <laughs> oh, jeez. But uh, yeah, so you may hear the tone change a bit. You hear more of the dogs because the doors open, but. Uh, can't not have a no. Little, we gotta have a daddy moment. Gotta have a little dad moment. Gotta have a bed, daddy so. moment. We're human. That's right. Even that guy over yeah, there. Yeah. There's that look. No, she's <laughs> she's looking at me the same way she did them chimps. <laughs> the I'm telling you. Look. <laughs> <laughs> she's got me dance. She's got Since my number. Mr. Kenny. You can tell I'm a girl dad. Mm-hmm. She knows. Yeah. She's got my she number knows. right there. Oh yeah. She's been asking for you since we started home. Oh, oh wow. Mm. That's nice. That's always fun good. to learn. At least it makes one person. <laughs> <laughs> As His I wife's get, been telling her, no, yeah, we're not going there. Yeah. We're just <laughs> As I get kicked almost you in the You can ask all you want to. I ain't going back to that house. <laughs> then she rounds the corner. Crap, there's that truck. <laughs> no, I mean, if you can cook like you say you can, you can stay and he can go. Oh, wow. You know? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Look, this this little squirt right here, I have fulfilled my duties. You're good. She has tapped out all usefulness for me. Yeah, you're done, huh? Until there's a dirty diaper. Then she'll need you. Yeah. We're only 50-50 on those. Actually, y'all are better than I. I still don't think I changed but two. I honestly don't think I hit but no, two. You gotta go then. No. Uh, no, I, I can you promise you. I can promise you. You hand it to me and go, she made a mess. I'm going to hand it right back to you. No, no she didn't. <laughs> It ain't that bad. Either that, or you better go ahead and get some towels because one of us is throwing up. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, darling. Well, I guess we should probably turn it loose so we can go handle 
the bedtime stuff. Yes, we got to go handle the bedtime stuff. So we will catch you and guys next week. Definitely talk to y'all oh. later. And we might even not talk about Scooby-Doo the entire time. I 